Remember when I bust y'all ass in the TLC? <laughs> Todd is a real douche. Never sleep. The sleep is the cousin it's of death. Cousin of death. <laughs> mm-hmm. there, there it goes. Hopefully, it's a distant cousin. I don't. I don't need need them to be that close. I don't even want to see them at the family reunion. <laughs> Did you see the guy they just got? What's his name? Mac? Mac Jones. Mac Jones? What? Mac Jones. You know who he is. <laughs> Mac Jones. <laughs> How did I not see that coming? No, his left leg is broken. No, it's coming It's coming through her leg. Yeah. Your knee does not bend that direction. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got it now. It's, <laughs> the, the leg looking like a dick threw me off because I thought there was a dick on someone's back. His pelvis is slightly tilted to the right. That's, that's why he has helpers. Well, the helpers, <laughs> the helpers are first for both the man and the woman. You need assistance. This doesn't even look enjoyable. It's like I'm on my head spinning. It's a spiritual <laughs> experience. <laughs> well, I, it's I think you're laying down. I don't think he's, I don't think he's doing a handstand. <laughs> No, no, no. It's a handstand. Clearly, the, oh, okay. because the two <laughs> chicks that are helping out are standing up. Okay. My real hope and prayer is that someday we'll have enough fans that can do the fan art to depict the conversation <laughs> that we all just fucking had. <laughs> where, where the feet look like dicks. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what? Because, man, sometimes you just want to go where the feet look like dicks. Boom, boom, boom. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gimme Dilute Podcast, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition actual play podcast with more daddy issues than you can shake a dragonborn at. My name's Turner, and I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre-, mid-, and post-show announcements until we finally pivot into full-on foot fetish OnlyFans territory. And and how how did we how did we get here? Someone please draw the line from dragons to foot dicks i just i don't i don't know there were I, to actually don't don't draw the line i don't want to know what it would fucking look like if you're a new listener and you haven't thrown down your headset and run away screaming welcome and if you're a returning listener look at 27 episodes in not only do you know what you signed up for but you're coming back for this shit so we know exactly what y'all are into welcome back new or old We absolutely appreciate you making time for us and your busy podcast listening schedule. But we especially want to say thank you to our Patreon supporters who make an effort to support the show, which means they're paying money for this shit, which means you know they are into it. We love you freaks. And what do these generous patrons get for investing in the show besides satisfying their twisted deviant desires? Bonus content galore, like the Level Up episode, which we'll be publishing this week, that goes into details of the choices the guys made when they transitioned from Level 5 to Level 6 after their encounter with the biker lizard folk. So hang out after the show for all the details. Okay, episode 27. We're picking up with the party, still at the Copper Dragonborn Hold, having just discovered some new information about Moyle's family, which they probably will try and take advantage of in the most opportunistic fashion available. Just a reminder, if you haven't figured it out yet, Gimme Dilute is not a family-friendly show. 
due to a mix of crude humor, weird sexy times, fantasy violence, and the occasional bit of gore. Any specific content warnings will be posted in the show notes below. And gang, while I'm warning you about stuff, COVID is still a real issue. And while we're hearing very positive things about steps that are being taken to require additional vaccinations, I saw some great news today about the Pfizer vaccine being safe for younger kids. We still have a long way to go. So get vaccinated. Be careful. Wear a mask. Do not ingest horse dewormer either orally or as a suppository. I don't know what you guys thought that was going to accomplish, but either way, be careful. Think of others. It doesn't take much to be a better hero than one of the party of five. This is your chance. All right, let's get into it with Harland as Todd the Tiefling, Andrew as Moyle Mossberg, Jamie as Eldrin Thaneros, Jazz as Fate of Noark, and Anthony as Baba Tunde. On with the show. Uh, you see all the see? other guards be like, look, we get a cut. Oh, wait, wait, wait. As part of wait. his crew that was on, on, we get like a good, like, it's like he, you know, like when the, the store that sells you the lottery ticket gets a bit, we get a little bit of that thing. We're not going to stop him. Y- y'all need to, y'all have a good on time in the city. Well, uh, who's, who's going to be, pay- who's paying him? Well, that, that'd be, uh, that would probably be the, 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 uh, the Lord and lady of the, the hold that'd be paying him. You mean my, my parents? No, your parents aren't the Lord and lady. You know, it's funny. Everybody knows the story of the Mossbergs. He started off as a poor peat miner, which, you know, you don't get many miners in the swamp. Most people know better than to dig into the wet ground, but that's not what your daddy did. He, he swore he was going to do it. And he dug and dug and dug. And eventually he figured out a way to take fluid and shove it down in the hole, like extra more water. And he would use that and like some extra chemicals he put in there to crack some of the stone that was down there. And then that would, that, that, uh, that, that fracking, they call it, would then cause the oil and the gas to seep up. And he sold that to the, to the, uh, to the stilt wars. He, he perfected the, uh, the, well, dracking. Actually, they call it dracking because that's a little bit more into, instead of fracking. Cause that makes more sense. Fantasy. <laughs> but uh, that, and then, you know, he, he said he was inspired by the tragedy of the loss of his son. And that, 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 of course, I mean, now he's fabulously wealthy. He threw so much of his effort into his other family ever since then. But there's always been kind of a long outstanding. If he ever came home, he would get, you know, be welcomed with open arms uh, into, uh, uh, man, you're famous. It, did I, it is a pleasure. To me. I've never met somebody famous before. I mean, we get all these entertainers and stuff and they tell us they're famous. But, you know, I don't know that they're famous. I don't know nobody. You know, we don't, we don't go all out a whole lot here. But, man, the Mossberg boy. We, we should take this guy out for a drink and take his stuff. Yes. <laughs> Kobe Swoboard Dragon Scald has, has walked away. He's, he's taken his guard. Oh, he headed into the guard shack, and you guys are free to enter the city. Well, come with me, servants. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I don't, know who, I don't know who he's talking about. Y'all have a good one. Well, I mean, I'm fabulously wealthy, and they already told me what your position is to me, so I'm going I'm <laughs> to take advantage of this. Everybody, I just we're just looking around. Enjoy the feast of Ra, the feast of Bahuman. I'm never cleaning out the Winnemajor bathroom again. You didn't clean it out the first time. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, Baba. So you guys go through this giant base relief colonnaded doors, and you can see that there's actually almost like a system of uh, not, it's not porkless. It's these giant sliding doors that would create a kill zone if somebody tried to invade. There's like three separate different sections that they can close off as you go through. Uh, with the murder holes up above that they would pour boiling oil out of. It's an incredibly secure entrance. 
As you guys walk in, though, the overwhelming kind of oppressive heat and humidity of, of the swamp rolls off you as you enter in this cool area. And your eyes take a second, for those of you who don't have dark vision, take a second to adjust into the interior. And it's you're just hit by this overwhelming wave of sight and smells. And like everywhere you hear the raucous clang of a Zydeco music blares down the, the halls of this of this, the interior. So the interior, once you get through that that perimeter wall, you can kind of see as you've gotten to the inside that the mesa is largely hollowed out. There is a single column of some kind that is dead center in the, in the middle of it that has been carved to be almost like a spiral upward. And along that, you can see several, uh, a number of different boxes that seem to be traversing up in a circular spiral pattern. Inset, it's made of that same orange copper colored granite, but you can actually see streaks of uh, metallic copper ore running through it in that same spiraling pattern that corkscrew ups. Uh, and, and as it gets up about every two or three stories, you'll see a large landing area. One of those boxes will stop and walk out. And there's then bridges that arch outward from that central pillar to these plazas that are carved into the interior wall. So you walk in and it's a big big circular interior with that center post and then on the inside of it going all the way up. Whereas the outside was carved for decoration and then you could see some some balconies and little plazas carved into it. The inside is purely carved for function, row after row of different levels of shops and apartments and homes and restaurants, all of them overflowing with music and dragonborn in various states of intoxication. Occasionally, you'll hear the whistling splatter of vomit from a couple of stories up come down and, and land next to you. They, they do seem to keep it generally closer to the wall. So you, you feel instinctively you move about 10 feet out or whatever from the wall, you'll be, you'll be a little bit safer. But the first two or three levels you can see do seem to be dedicated to civil affairs. Then you go up to the next level and that seems to be more of a, of a commerce area. Then up the next level, there is, judging by the sound of it, almost exclusively bars and restaurants. And then it kind of towers out of sight from there. Imagine like a big circular thoroughfare that you could go up to that central pillar that is clearly the way to go up and down different levels. And, and Moyle, you'll remember, even not having been here forever, the very top of the butte is where the royal family lives and is reserved for them and then any, any copper dragons that occasionally come by and visit. The dragons don't actually ever come inside the butte. That's, that's for the dragonborn. And there are people in the streets drinking and partying. You can see the preparation for a, a large float parade being set up that will actually manage to spiral upward along a ramp that is being magically put into place that will actually cause the parade to end at the very top of the butte. You don't see anybody on bikes. There's no horses. There's no, no kind of transit. It's all foot traffic, basically. You've all been in a, like a two-story mall before. Think that, but towering upwards for two miles, basically carved directly into the stone. And at each level, there's a, you know, a good 70, 80 foot walkway that runs that exterior perimeter of the hold itself. So every two stories, there's another one of those kind of exterior ramp walkways that has a bridge which arches over to that central elevator pillar in the middle. And it is, it is a lot. There are dragonborn men flashing their junk at dragonborn ladies all over the pace. Beads are flying in the air. At one point, a group of heavily intoxicated dragonborn women roll up to you guys and shake beads at you and go, woo, 
Never mind them. I must see my parents. I must know of yes. what this sudden wealth is. Let's let's go get let's get the money. That that's what you said, right? Moyle, Moyle, don't you want to don't you don't Moyle, don't you want to show them the goods? No, not now. It seems like it's a custom, isn't it? Well, first you must get the the sacred vitamins. <laughs> but uh huh? So be it. Is it just the dragonborn men that are flashing their junk all over yes. the place? Is yeah. it it's yeah, just dicks yeah. everywhere? Yeah. It is scaly dicks. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The other thing you will you will and, and unfortunately can't not notice, any inclination that you might have that Moyle situation is indicative of dragonborn attributes as a whole is quickly very quickly dissuaded oh no by the sights in front of you it becomes very very quickly that ognum's theory that moyle's dick is in fact under some kind of curse is very clearly accurate <laughs> so what you're saying is the dragonborn hang dong is what you're saying <laughs> i'm saying once you go dragonborn all others are forsworn wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Look at look at him. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> That's a long way to get there, but we got there. Oh, That's funny. Uh, what you guys doing? I am uh, wanting to figure out about how to get some uh, more money from Moyle's parents. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, now that I know he's rich, that's what I wanted to get was money. That's what I think. That's what we all want to do at this point. Okay, Moyle, you don't know where your folks live. What do you want to? How do you want to try and figure that out? Mm. All the way up. <laughs> Can I use that shard to um, locate them? Reunited. <laughs> um, yeah. As a matter of fact, so you can go over to you can go over to that central pillar platform, or you can go over to one of the shops and try and present it at one of the shops. Okay. I mean, you've you've never used one of these before. So you don't remember it from your childhood. Um, these appear to be some kind of new magical. I mean, clearly it's magical. Clearly it has some weight to it. It has something going on there. Wait, wait. I mean, everything everything mm -hmm. is new to me because uh, I was not wealthy. Uh, it was just, I lived in a small little cottage. No, and that's that's the other thing that stands out. You you do, for a fact, remember that you don't have a ton of memories because you were very young when you wandered off into the swamp, but you know you weren't like famous, famous wealthy for sure. No, my, my dad would just go to the swamp and come back dirty, and I thought he was a miner. I mean, my mom was a, a school nurse. I didn't know that this was going to happen. I mean, good for him. But, uh, Moyle, might I offer some, uh, some consultation in these, uh, these matters? Um, uh, I, I understand that you are not accustomed to being, um, of wealth, and I also grew up, um, poor, but I grew up around a lot of people who were not. And one thing I know is that generally rich people don't have to pay for much because they're rich. Um, so I was wondering if perhaps we could, uh, try taking your newfound wealth into some of these, uh, shops and see what, uh, your notoriety might afford you mm. or us. That's a good idea. Do you think, do you think though my appearance would dissuade them from believing that I am a Mossberg? Well, apparently you have proof, so there's not much to doubt. Great point, Fate. Well, was there anywhere, a shop that you had in mind? Well, funny that you ask. 
Do you happen to know a way around a magic shop here? No, Fate. I don't know where anything is here. But we can find one. <laughs> well, then, um, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's just ask about and see what we can find, huh? Yes. Sounds good. So you you got a bunch of drunken revelers in the street. <laughs> like, tell me, like, tell me who you're approaching to talk to. There are guards kind of interspersed throughout the bat, but they appear to be just as drunk and as fucked up and as willing <laughs> to show their junk as every other dragonborn in here. So it's not like they're necessarily going to provide you that much level of it so remember the first couple of levels are civic offices so any place you go down here is going to be look there's the market look there's the merchant marine office Moyle, where you signed up for the first place right next to the marines and right next to the shallow water navy the alms budsman's office but that would mean if that's the merchant marines yeah that would make the magic shop right about there wouldn't it well <laughs> yes do <laughs> you do see a like a not a storefront but it has the columns out in front of it have been carved to appear to look like to look like scrolls and it's got magerium written across the top of it instead of instead of a barbershop pole it's a it's a magic pole it, yeah it's a well the magic pole in the city has a whole other different context to it <laughs> but it is uh, it is the ma- major majorium those two columns look like scrolls do spin okay moil moil so there's one thing that, given that we are having to head out into the swamp um i was hoping that i could find a way to uh protect us from the elements and there's a spell that i know of that i would love if they had called a uh, galder's tower if you could uh assist me by maybe i'm sure moyle finds that fascinating but you might really want to talk to the somebody right, right right but you know um basically can we make it so that it just like it his his voice like fades and there's just like some some <laughs> music there's just like music in the background it's not even the music that's actually going on in the town it's just other music in my head just music in your head wait wait wait. do i do i notice that he's not listening to me do i get to roll insider perception to see that he's not paying me any attention at this point insight check yeah <laughs> insight check give me the insight check uh that's neat you you're oblivious <laughs> you think moyle thinks your whole conversation about whatever spell this is is fucking fascinating so uh... <laughs> he, he sees he sees moyle nodding his head but he doesn't realize moyle's nodding his head to a beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you guys going into the major? Well, I'm going to finish my conversation. Are you going to go into the majorium? Or I'm sorry, did you want to finish? I think you should finish. By all means. I, I just wanted you to know by the fact that uh, I could basically make us a magical house or covering for whenever we're out in the swamps. So if you could uh, help me find that inside the major shop and maybe, you know, they can get us a discount or, you know, for free because you're a Mossberg. So. Hello, Moen? Uh, uh, oh, yes. Uh, yeah. What, what was that? Yes, we'll go to the Majorium. Okay. I only perk up when I hear my name. <laughs> so you guys walk over to the Majorium. You walk through that colonnaded interest and, you know, very much styled after Antebellum South, New Orleans architecture, where there are, you know, tons of balconies, tons of those very French colonial pattern. But instead of being wood, it's all chiseled granite, painted in various garish colors, adorned with different metals. You guys walk into the Majorium. Yes, you walk by, you notice those spinning scrolls actually up here. Have like little tiny runes glowing into them and walk into 
what is clearly like a large government office of some kind. And not just because I said three times the first couple levels were dedicated to civic offices, but because I said that three times. <laughs> and there is a dragonborn woman staggering a little bit next to kind of a lectern's desk as you walk in. And when you walk in, you see her go, woo, and start to reach for a pouch and slowly start to pull some beads out. <laughs> I grab her hand before it, it goes in. I say, I am a Mossberg. We don't do that here. Y'all, that's not what I've heard. I've heard that Marlon Mossberg is not afraid to show him what Bahamut gave him. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. Well, Marlon's not here and I have business. Well, what what business? What's your name? What's your name? My name is going deeply into the old NPC bucket tonight. (laughs) It is a, you can call me Monk Weldon. Monk Weldon? Monk Weldon, y'all. Uh, well, Monk Weldon, I don't know if you've heard the news, but a Mossberg is back in town. What? That's fantastic. Do you need to register any spells for use in the festivities? <laughs> right now, we're allowing a special certificate on pyrotechnics to be used within normally. We don't allow those kind of things, but do you want a say do with you are looking for a permit? Fate. Uh y- yes. Yeah, I would I would like one monk Walden. <laughs> if you could just uh take it up with my servant fate over here. That's your scribe, yes, sir. Mr. Scribe, what did you just sign here and this is it? and she like kind of sloppily hands you a, a scroll that as you open it up, Faye, you look and say, oh yeah, this totally gives you the right to cast pyrotechnic and flashy evocation spells for celebratory purposes within the city. Sweet. I lean over to Faye and whisper so that she can't hear him. Is, is this what you were looking for? This is, this is not even a spell. As well, she, they're talking, she's kind of making eye contact with each of you and rattling to be like, well, uh, you said two for one. Is that right? For the permits? If you want a second one, that's fine <laughs> here. And she hands you another one. Would uh, would, would, would the single permit cover us all? I'm going to need to get my drink full. Would the single permit cover us all? Are we are we really going to spend time talking about the civic responsibilities of Dragonborn? <laughs> Municipal codes, fate. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I don't want to regret this fucking voice. <laughs> You gotta stay stay in this goddamn voice and have this conversation. (laughs) Y'all gotta get the fucking supplies and get out of this motherfucker this session. Uh, I'm trying to get the supply. I just want the spell. Yeah, you can cast as many many spells as you want, Uh, Shug. (laughs) Do you have any other spells uh, on hand for you to This is a permit office, Fate. They do not sell. They do not sell. Spells. This is a office. She has not said that she does not spell. She just has permits. What you would like? What? I think Fate's drunk. I don't know where you get spells, Fate. I get them magically from Rala Shaz. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Someone find a directory or something. Jesus Christ. I'll tell you. What? You have a... You know what? You know what? The beads? You want want a spell? If that will expedite this whole exchange. Tell you what. I'm not a store. (laughs) 
But there is a form of trade that we can do. <laughs> oh, you know what? Fate blushes and just leaves. I'm good. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I got it. I, I, I will, I'll make up whatever fucking spell you want right now. <laughs> Morning cannons, whatever. <laughs> so can, can, can we use, can I use uh Spells now? You can cast flashy spells in the city. It's just a it's just a permit. I am now casting thermal thermotology. Thaumaturgy. <laughs> Thaumaturgy. And opening up doors and shaking the ground. It's just just because I can't. One guy one guy gets knocked out because he just walked up to the door and was not expecting it to be slammed in his face. <laughs> it's like the Richard Donner Superman on the fucking street now, Todd. Like, like, like guys are like getting blown backwards on bikes and like newspapers like yeah, I didn't even know Dragon Morn had newspapers but they're blowing through slapping people in the face uh, a cabbie gets out of a car that didn't exist before and runs down the street for some reason like why'd you get out of the fucking car cabbie <laughs> no it, yeah you can make a ruckus Todd but it, again it doesn't get uh, again it just kind of bounces off like it, like it is it is rowdy yeah party <laughs> <Yes. laughs> alright so it looks like we're going upstairs possibly to no we're not, you know fate fate had his chance he's not getting any spells you guys can go to the shops. I mean, it's not a, it's not a problem. You just got to go to the next level up and go to the shops. Yeah, let's go up to the next shops. Um, I've okay. I wanted to try to pick up a potion or two because our healer is very shysty with the heels. <laughs> you guys go over to that central tower, that, and there are a number of that look like like about eight enclosed Ferris wheel cabin cage. Like like it's like a big circular enclosed cage. They can fit about eight people. You guys kind of shuffle in. Moyle presents his crystal to a um, like a little wire receptacle. Like there's a, a, a control box by the door that has these two prongs sticking out of it. He sets his crystal in for a second. It goes bing. And then a number projects out from it of one where you guys are at. And you can actually reach your fingers into it and manipulate your fingers and mold the light into whatever shape you need to. And like you experimentally mold it into a two and the, the box takes off. And you notice it's not actually mounted on any kind of track. It appears to have some kind of magical force which lifts it up and levitates it, sliding about half an inch out from that central pillar and interacting with the copper that worms through it. And then it brings you back up around to a, a plaza area on that second level, which is, this level is actually a little bit more subdued. Kind of that base level was just wild because it's the main area. That's where a lot of the, the those performers that were coming in from outside were set up. There were tumblers and jugglers. So a bunch of Dragonborn had come down to participate in the level. And that's part of why it was so buck wild. The second level is a little bit more sedate. The shopkeeps are still kind of hanging out and, and you know, throwing beads and passing out coupons for the sight of people's junk. But it is a little bit less noisy, a bit less crowded. But above you on that third level is just this constant pound of feet stomping and 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 accordions playing and dragonborns yelling and and breath weapons going off explosively with vomit. It's whoa! Like if you if you think throat projectile vomiting is bad, projectile vomiting while you can spit fucking lightning or fire or acid is even worse. So um, you guys do need to be very cautious of that vomit as it's coming down because it is not not safe. So give me a we're going to call survival to be the effective streetwise skill for this. So if you guys want to try and navigate your way around to a shop that you think might think be a magic shop, give me a survival roll, somebody. All right, I got a 19. All right, Moyle, 
You have this faint recollection of your dad bringing you down here as a child to go window shopping because you couldn't afford a whole lot. You guys would walk by and look in the window and see the toy in the toy maker shop and stop by and watch some of the wealthier kids pick up their cantrip scrolls as they were learning magic. <laughs> and that's that magic shop that you take fate to is the one that you never really had enough money to get anything from, but you would always love to kind of go by and watch the other kids kind of play with, with their toys a little bit. And it's carved into the side of the mountain. Floating globes drift through just rows of waist-high bookshelves. It's dead in here. There's not any dragonborn in this thing. They are all out partying. None of them are at the, the magic shop or the bookshop right now. There is one disgruntled-looking male copper dragonborn behind the counter, standing there somewhat surly, like, I, I can't believe I got stuck working the fucking day shift during the Feast of Bahumat or working during the Feast of Bahumat. There's several rows of different tomes, uh, scroll racks towards the back, a staircase which spirals up to another balcony level with additional rows. Very fantasy, big Barnes and Noble. Uh, hello, my good sir, and... Uh, oh, how y'all doing? Well, happy Feast of Bahumat! Happy Feast of Bahumat to you, too. What what might your name be? I'm Hunras, Hunras Glorkin. What can I do for y'all? Y'all in y'all in the market for some magic? Yes. Shut up, Fee. <laughs> well, Mr. Lorkin, you might be having a tough day missing out on the Feast of Bahumat. Yeah, man. But what if I were to tell you that you are getting to meet the long-lost Mossberg today? Oh, well, ha, ha, ha. Are you one of those traveling snake oil salesmen? No, wait. Snake oil is actually really good for your, uh, for your uh, kidneys. Are you one of those traveling... A snail oil salesman, you know, we, there's somebody who pops up every five or six years saying that, they, oh, I'm the missing Mossberg, baby. I got lost in the swamp. I got stolen by a turtle. Ugh, turtles. I got carried off by the lizard folk. Everybody knows lizard folk are perfectly, perfectly peaceful. There's been a little bit of upset since they, a lot of them got run off of their homes because uh, they say that the draken is making chemicals pop up in their, their villages. And now they got to go out and they got to raid people. But that's just an excuse, man. I, I, like, I, they just they just look at they just got bored, I think, personally. But uh, everybody says that, man, I'm not a fool. Don't get me wrong. I totally fell for uh, Glorkin's bluff in cards the other night, which made me lose this goddamn hand, which is why I'm working on the Feast of Bahumat. But whatever. Do you, can I help y'all with the spell? Is there a spell y'all want? I pull out the uh, I pull out the crystal and I hold it up to him and I well you, yeah sir I can't take your crystal uh, until you tell me what you want and then I will try I, I wave it across uh, my chest and it dings it just rolls across your chest okay sir yes I see you have your I see you have your crystal <laughs> is there a spell that you want and I keep I keep trying <laughs> dang damn it dang. Uh, uh, do you have one of those, uh, those crystals that prove, uh, the Mossbergs? Look, sir, I don't care who you are as long as your credit's good on the crystal. Do you want to tell me what spell you want? Um. Fate, I think you need to tell them. Dang it. Golders Tower! Fate, how do I, uh, how do I get this thing to work? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Maybe you could just... Tell me which scroll you would like me to pull off the back rack and I we could complete this transaction and then move on with my day. Wait, <laughs> let me make a deal. Let me make a deal with you. Could I? Is, if, I've got I've got beads, man. I've got another bet with Stinky Mo down from uh, from Gooters. And uh, if I get the most beads, <laughs> then he has to work the next two Feast of Bahumats. And man, this one is you think this one's good. 
The next one is a, is a centennial. And every hundred years, whoo, it gets really crazy. We get uh, we get the swamp ayahuasca buckets together and we just go to town. Now, uh, <laughs> what spell do y'all fucking want? Because I am a little Dude, bored. I, I came on the wrong year. Uh, let me make a deal with you. Golders Tower. Did your, I'm sorry, did your, did your scribe say something? You give me the spells. Galder's Tower? <laughs> is that what he said? Yes. No. Uh, y- yes, sir. I, I, Galder's Tower. Galder's Tower. Okay. Yeah. Is that what, is that what you, you want? You give me. It's what we're looking for. What level spell is that, Fate? Third. If my fa- father, my father will come down here. Hey, he goes, all right, that'll be 275 gold. Just give me your crystal. What? 270? Are you kidding me? Just give me the crystal, sir. Oh, fine. Here, take the crystal. <laughs> he takes the crystal he pulls out like a metal plate that has runes scryed across it he rolls it across and you hear a bing he goes well yeah i don't know what the whole shebang was for i've never seen a credit limit this high and he hands it back to you He's like thank you y'all have a nice day i told you i'm a mossberg quite frankly with the with a balance like that i would almost believe it y'all potion have a nice shop. day now potion shop whatever lurking potion shop uh, yes. <laughs> Sweet. So what's the max limit we could buy on potions? Okay. <laughs> you did this to yourself, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having this flashback in the Durger King, Todd. It's as if I found a credit card on the street. <laughs> I know I did it myself. But I also specifically asked you guys, hey, let's t- let's figure out what you want to do in advance of doing this. Well, now that I know that his keys got unlimited credit. No, Todd, we're going to see my father now. We can go to a shop later. You hear a voice in the back of your head, Moyle, go, you guys really need to get supplies. You're going to the swamp. Is there anything else y'all need before you go see Moyle's father? Uh, I'd like uh, either uh, at least one potion and maybe some... Po- antidote from poisoning if that's a, if that exists you guys can swing by an apothecary and i mean how many health potions are you trying to pick up i just need two <laughs> okay do i have to do if i meet my father would i still have to pay for stuff you didn't pay for anything you got a credit card uh, <laughs> that crystal is effectively your family's credit card and that's part of what it does it, identif- it identifies your family clan and then dings against their bank so I'm going to get two greater healing potions and a anti-poison. I don't know what that is. You can get an antidote. Yes. A general antidote. Yeah. Antidote. Yes. That's all. I'll take that. Did you want to get some, did you want to get some off as well? Yes. Some off. Some bug spray. Oh. You guys are able to find a, you can find a Dragonborn Expedition Inventory Co. or a DEI and you can swing by there. They have everything that you would need. You know, it's got, they've got canoes. They've got tents. You're able to get some of your fantasy off there, Todd. You're able to pick up some potions and some anti-venom, two greater healing, one anti-venom. What else do you guys want to grab? Um, I'll grab uh, some, do they have blue chew? <laughs> For those special nights in the woods? They do not have blue chews. Yeah, they don't have blue chews. Blue chews do require that you uh, you get checked out by a doctor. That's not true. Well, fantasy blue chews. All right. I'm good to go. I've got what I need. I've got I've got my greater healing, my antidote, right. and my off. So you are um, fully prepared to travel into the swamp with your two healing potions and your antidote potion. Okay. I have no clue what I need. What else I need? This seems good for me. Does anybody else want to speak up for any kind of prep that you guys might want to get to go into the go into the swamp? I I would like. Do we need a boat? What or waders or something? Some water protection. Dragonborns are naturally uh, okay in the swamps. Uh, yeah, you guys can get some. 
some like waders. You guys could you guys can get some waders. I mean, the dragon wants to do quite a bit of of fishing and crap. Waders. I've already got servants. <laughs> Eldrin, do you want to pick up some some waders? Yes, I do. Okay. Is anybody else getting any? Yeah, I'll get some too. Anybody else? I think anti venom also because snakes in the water. I don't trust snakes. <laughs> I'm not going to be greedy and ask for healing potions. I should get some potions. You have heals. You can heal. Yeah, but it's like, but I have credit, you know, whatever. Yeah. Charge to the game. Hey, so uh, real quick. Charge to the game, baby. R- real quick. That uh, that Galder's Tower spell is apparently not in Beyond. It's on 5e or? Yeah, it's 5e. Well, I will ask uh, Lorcan for a refund. No, you can still get it, Fate. I will still ask Lorcan for a refund, though. Okay. So you guys have got some potions. Two of you got waiters. What else? Eldrin, are you going to try and get a canoe of some kind or a boat of some kind? I mean, I don't know if I want to carry a canoe around. Is there, is, are we going to have enough space on a canoe for everyone to get in it? Um, inflatable canoe? A raft? There's, there's not an inflatable one. You guys could get two smaller canoes that you guys could then, if you guys were to do that, then you would have to kind of carry them overland if you were reached a dry spot. I forget exactly what the term for hucking a canoe over dry land is. I mean, do you guys think we need a canoe? I mean, it's a lot of water. I, I don't. I don't know what I need. We might. Portage. You guys could portage or portaging a canoe when you got to it if you needed to. Two canoes. I think it's worth getting a canoe, damn it. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Two canoes. Two canoes. Should we all get canoes? Uh, you guys could get little small one-man kayaks if you'd want. Yes. That sounds like fun. Uh, Fate is not carrying a kayak. You want to get a tube? You go tubing? No, Fate's getting a paddleboard. They do have inner tubes. If you guys would want to get an inner tube and then tow Fate behind you in his inner tube in your kayak, you could do that. So I'm getting a kayak. Okay. Eldrin is getting a kayak. Me and Fate can share a canoe. All right. So two kayaks and a canoe. Moyle, what were you doing? He's waiting. A couple potions and a, a, a small kayak. The kayaks come in one size fit all. Will it fit a Dragonborn? Yeah. They're, I mean, it's a Dragonborn city. So if it didn't, it would be really fucking poor merchandising. <laughs> well, that, that, that happens. Unsold. Just cobwebs. Yeah. <laughs> it is the Dragonborn Expedition inventory store. So, I mean, that would kind of go against their business model. And spoiler alert, failing to recognize their target customers is exactly why DEI goes out of business three episodes later. Okay, mid-show announcements. Harlan continues to pop up as a guest over on the Pop-Up Film Podcast. Be sure to check him out. And Jamie continues to provide you with all the gaming news you could ever need over at 3 Angry Gamers. Links in the show notes below. Gimme the Belt. Not a spinoff podcast. It is a charity event that we are hosting to support a fantastic organization called Game to Grow. It uses tabletop RPGs as a therapeutic and social engagement tool. We've recruited a number of other podcasts and streams to come together in a 3v3 PvP 5e tournament to raise funds for an incredible organization and to see who can walk away with the first Gimme the Belt championship belt. That event's going to be taking place Saturday, October 23rd, starting at noon. 
Eastern time. Matches will run back to back with a couple minutes for a break between each one. They have a 30 minute time limit and it's a single elimination bracket. And we're just going to run it straight through till somebody walks away as a champion. There's going to be some pre-event fundraising done by the teams to determine where their standing is in the bracket. And then during the matches themselves, you'll be able to donate to support your favorite team by giving them a cheer, maybe a little buff, maybe a little heal. But no matter who wins, 100% of the funds raised are going to support a great organization that uses the game we love to do some really amazing things. Make sure you follow us on social media at GMDLCast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But look, it's Twitter. It's almost exclusively Twitter at this point. We do a little bit on the other stuff, but follow us on Twitter. That's where you're going to get your most constant updates about content. That's where we post our streaming schedule. We are still streaming Thursdays at 7.30 Central. This week will be Guest Quest with Navar from the Secret Nerd Podcast, a really cool interview show that explores different creators and different voices in the tabletop role-playing space. Be sure to check him out this Thursday and be sure to check out his show on the regular. And hey, while you're going to podcast players to check out a cool show, why don't you just swing by the old GMDL neighborhood and rate, review, and subscribe. Click on some of those stars. Maybe leave a review. Apple Podcast listeners, I'm looking at you. Use your words. Tell us who your favorite Party of Five member is. Tell us who your least favorite Party of Five member is. We crave both your validation and your scorn. I know every podcast asks for that, but it does help make a difference to influence people to listen to the podcast and to influence those algorithms to show them that our podcast exists. A substantial number of people use those feeds to determine which new podcasts they'll try out, and y'all have the power to make our show pop up on that list. That'll do it for now. Let's get back to the show. Anything else you guys want to do? So we got we got a couple of your wearing waders, a couple uh, you guys have got these kayaks in this canoe. Anything else? Do they have hammers? Moyle, is there any other hazards in the swamp that we should be aware of that we might want to be ready for? Gators. I don't know how to predict against gators. Kill them. <laughs> Shark repellent, like Batman. <laughs> no, Todd. They do, strangely enough, have shark repellent on the shelf, and you can get some shark repellent if you'd like. That's going to do nothing. Sure. I say get it anyways. Fuck it. Shark <laughs> yes. repellent. Yep. <laughs> shark repellent it is. Anything else before you guys head over to? Um, rope. Do you think we need rope, guys? I thought you guys had some rope. We had some rope. We Maybe rope. a grappling rope would be yeah. good, though. Blue Chew, again. Still no. Let's go talk to his dad. Let's go. Okay. Get out. You guys go <laughs> gear up from REI, or DEI. Go back to that central pillar. Get into it, Moyo, you insert the crystal in the little holder and it pops up the number two and that's just kind of floating there. So you can, I mean, the highest level from where you're standing as you're kind of looking up as it spirals up would be 15, which you know is where the royal family lives and you know your family's not royal. So two is where you're at right now which is the commercial shopping area. Three is the bars and restaurants where it's just fucking the, the noise level, even where you're at, as you kind of get to that central column, you can hear it kind of spilling down a little bit. Uh, in fact, everybody, now that we're by the central column, give me dexterity saving throws as the day has passed on. The, the acidic vomit has gotten a little bit more prevalent. 17. Get advantage on that. Yes, you you would absolutely, you absolutely know this is coming. You can hear the... Freeze by I do like a, I do like one of those classic anime sidesteps where it's like last second, very sleek, very cool. 
Hey, that's twenty. Todd got a twelve. Yes. Todd gets a little bit of a little bit splashed on him, but not enough to do any damage. And the rest of you <sighs> dance around the the vomit a, a little bit more agilely than even Todd would. It seems that <laughs> the holdover from his parking lot break dancing session is, uh, <laughs> is, is still still with him. So no, you guys are on level two, goes all the way up to the 15, which is the top. Three is bars and restaurants. You know, four to 14 is residential with, you know, a little bit of shops and restaurants mixed in. There are, you know, there's some additional guild halls. Each level has two guard posts on each side of the circle, the east and west guard station. But that's that's really all you've got to go on at this point. Uh, I talk into the uh, the crystal dragon pewter. Take me to my father. Nothing happens. You see, well, actually, when you say that, uh, the numbers kind of swirl around and shape into an M, and the uh, the, the the capsule takes off and and begins spinning and keeps going up and going up. And as you pass through the third level, you see a writhing mass of copper dragonborn engaged in every possible raucous activity. You can imagine your eye like guzzling down keg stands, shots, giant yard, frozen drinks are being pounded, kilts are being lifted, beads are flying back and forth like lightning. The sound of the music kind of just makes the entire encasement of the capsule shake as you guys spiral upward, but then it kind of fades away a little bit beneath you. And eventually you reach level 14 and the doors slide open and a guard leans over and looks in and goes, Oh, hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Can I can I help y'all find your way? Uh, yes, maybe you could. Uh, I'm looking for Marlon Mossberg. Well, yeah, he lives over on the left. The left side is the Mossberg residence, and uh, the right side is the Clonton residence. So you got Mossberg's on your left, Clonton's on your right. And when you say that, you realize the entire western half of this is appears to just be one giant residence the the facade of a giant one giant residence has been curved and carved and molded into a the the front of like a very mansion-esque facade uh, to the left and to the right of the main entrance you can see a large statue moil of what you clearly recognize as your father and what you clearly recognize as your mother framing the entryway to what appears to be your family's home. Uh, well, boys, uh, I'll take the lead here. Um, thank you, sir. Um, and uh, I'll be uh, heading over to Mr. Mossberg's. You walk across the archway up to that front entrance. There's a house guard standing there that snaps to at attention as you approach. You notice these are the first group of Dragonborn that you've seen that aren't just completely three sheets to the wind. Clearly, there's a level of professionalism that they're being paid to pretend to have, despite it being the Feast of Bahumat, to, as, a, as a house guard for the Hold's wealthiest man. And they look up at you and go, Hey, y'all, how y'all doing? What can I do for y'all? Uh, stand down, boys. Moyle's here. Yeah, it's a good one. We get, you know, we get one of y'all about every, every nine months or so. It's pretty tacky for you to come up on here during the Feast of Bahumat, man. I, uh, I huck the uh, crystal. Yeah, he, he snags it out of the air, looks at it, kind of spins it a little bit, holds it up to you. It catches the light, scans across you, and dings green, and he goes, oh, heck, man, that can't be right. And he shakes it again, and he holds it up again, and it ding and scans across you. He's like, holy shit, y'all. He's home! And you hear him reach back and grab a cord and pull the bell a bunch of times, and it starts ringing and ringing and ringing, and he hands you back the crystal, and he kind of looks at y'all. He's like, why are y'all carrying all those fucking boats? 
we are going into the swamp. Well, we we we're going into the swamp. Y'all are on level fourteen of the whole. What? They were very excited when uh, they found out about the credit card. <laughs> and I couldn't stop them. Man, humans are weird, y'all. Humans? I'm a tiefling. Well, you think, if you think the humans are weird, check out the tiefling. Wait, none of y'all are humans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bye bye. Elves and tieflings and. Uh, is that a Tabashi? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing, Tabashi? Yeah, Tabashi. Indeed. <laughs> and a older, burly dragonborn steps out, about six foot tall, very, very, very well dressed. One thing that stands out as you glance at him is he still, despite the quality of the suit that he's wearing, because he is wearing a very fine Feast of Bahumat suit, bright, bright orange to complement his copper scales. He's got like this old dingy pair of work boots on that stand out a little bit from the quality of it. But otherwise, if you can imagine what Moyle would look like 50 years from now without doing all the drugs. He's a bigger, very much aged version of Moyle, but he does have a pipe in hand, which is this curling Sherlock Holmesian pipe that he's, he's puffing on as he goes up there. He goes, what, Moyle? Moyle, is that you? I'm home, Papa. My boy! And you see him coming out and he gives, wraps his arms around you. Like, oh, Moyle, I'm so happy you're here. Oh, I, I cannot believe it. If only your mother was here to see this. Well, where is she? Is she at the Feast of Bahumat? No, well, no, Moyle. Your, your mom is, uh, she's, uh... She doesn't recognize Bahumat anymore. She's oh, she's senile. She's does she have dementia? No, she's in it. She's in. She's in Amsoon. She she actually now she summers in Amsoon. She says it's a little bit more metropolitan there. I I don't uh, I don't know. It's been it's been a strange. You know, once we got money, our marriage really changed. Look at you, you're my boy. It's almost like I can just talk to you like you never left. Mom, I'm so. So happy you're here. Now you'll never leave again. And he gives you a big hug. Oh, uh, well, Dad, uh, well, let's go inside and, and talk. Uh, we've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah, absolutely. Your, your, your entourage can go back to the servants' entrance in the back and set up with the rest of the people back there. Servants? I am no one's servant. Well, they're not... Uh, they're not my, my servants. I mean, I, I had fun using that around town, but they are, they are my pals. We're kind of uh, connected. He goes, wait, Moyle, are... He glances you guys up and down and sees that three out of five of you are carrying kayaks. And the other <laughs> the other two, are, especially Fate, is struggling to hold his end of the canoe up as Baba is kind of one-handed holding his... <laughs> Accurate. Potions dangling from your belts. Like, how, how many potions does one person need? Can of off and shark repellent clipped to Todd's dagger, bandolier. Are, are y'all adventurers? Uh, yeah. You know, and just invite us inside and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Moy, I have never had an adventurer in my home in my 40 years of existence. And I cannot say I am more disappointed to have this, this rug pulled right out from underneath me that you are coming home and you are going to be someone dear to me after all these years to find out that you're one of those people that goes out into the woods and, and tells people 
what's right and wrong and takes things and, and uh, burns things and say, I cannot believe that you would bring this trouble to my doorstep. Why did you even come back? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You abandoned me and now you're complaining about my lifestyle? I didn't abandon you, Moyle. You were lost. I mean, yes, I absolutely probably could have looked a little bit harder for you. But to be fair, I'd had a lot to drink that day. It was a particularly hard day down at the peat bog mine. You remember when I used to dig in the the mud for peat? Yeah. People told me I was crazy for being a swamp miner because, you know, what would you going to mine in the swamp? Even the dwarves here don't even mine. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to find a way, y'all. And I found a way to break through the ground with a special solution. It would call it Draken. And it made me fabulously wealthy. And, uh, but anyway, I'm sorry, I get, I totally got off on a tangent. I got drunk, Moyle, and I forgot you were gone, and your mother and I didn't notice for a couple weeks, at which point we figured the gators got you, and, ugh, I guess, uh, I guess I owe you an apology for that. But I'll just, I, Moyle, I'll buy you some therapy. I tell you right now, you, uh, swear you're never gonna adventure again. You put down those crazy weapons and all that crazy nonsense. You leave that out here with these other crazy fellas, and you can come into my home with me. Well, um, I mean, I, maybe these guys could stay outside, but um, I well, I don't. As long as I don't ever have to see him again, Moyle. Adventurers, adventurers have come and tried to tell me that what I am doing is wrong. That what that oh the things you're doing are causing the poor lizard folk to get run off their lands. Which you know, look, I'm sorry if some lizard folk have been displaced. I am sorry if those turtles shells fell off. I don't know for sure that that's related to the chemicals that I'm using. Oh, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anything about turtles. Okay, look, I'm not one of those types of adventurers. Okay. Moyle, they're they're all those kind of types, Moyle. They've come to me so many different times and said, "How I look." Here's the thing: I just y'all, you tell those that that crazy bunch of fellows over there to skedaddle. You leave all those big old. Is that a hammer? What son of mine is coming up here with a hammer? Like he's got a. You're complaining about me having hammers, and you were a miner. But yeah, Moyle, you don't dig with hammers, son. In fact, I don't even dig at all now. We just take a pipe and we cram it down in, and we we then we pump the fluid down in there. Dude, leave all those hammers and those guys behind. You come on in with me. We'll we'll send the uh, the butlers down to get the uh, the good pipes up, and we will uh, we will have a little celebratory Bahumat bash uh, with the good swamp shrooms and the good Bahum hashish, and we'll have ourselves a good old time, man. We'll send a crystal gram to your mother. You just got to make the choice. Well. Bahushish does sound good. Man, just just come over to your papa, Moyle. Be be the boy that I knew you needed to be. I lean into a, a huddle with the guys, and I say, look, I have an idea. I don't think it's going to take too much to convince him. He wants to see his boy. If you guys walk away, you will magically appear again. You just need to walk far enough that the crystals, uh, you know, do their crystal thing, whatever, whatever. Do you want to call it fate, nerd talk? Well, won't that make you... Um, so you want us to rubber band into the... Y- you're, won't that make you come back to us? It, it absolutely would bring him back to us. Oh, dang. Okay, well, it was a good idea, okay? It was a good idea. I think the execution should go the other way. How about this? If you... If we can leave you alone with him for some time, and then we'll walk away and bring you back to us. Okay. Get all his money first. Okay. <laughs>
Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, the guy said his wife left him. I'm, Dad, did you get a new wife? Moyle, your mom and I are still married. She just spends her summers up in Amsoon with her yoga instructor and her masseuse. Uh, those fellas are the nicest fellas you ever done see. Uh, they, they have a place up there they go during the summers because she says it gets too hot. Like, we didn't grow up in a swamp. <laughs> and she comes back so refreshed and recharged. Bet she does. Uh, uh, Fate's going to activate his uh, mind link, everybody. Okay. okay. Remember, okay. now that you guys are fully bonded, <laughs> the mind link triggers something else. So, Directions? Oh, shit. Maybe from oil. <laughs> Previously, we've done the mind link where it's been something embarrassing about your character, and we're going to keep changing it up, and we're going to keep using this as a way to peek behind the curtain. So, Oh, crap. Peek behind the kilt. What we're going to do is, starting with Todd, Todd's going to say something about Moyle. Moyle's going to say something about Eldrin. Eldrin's going to say something about Fate. Fate will say something about Baba. Todd, as you feel the mental energies connect you all, you're irritated by the way that you've been referred to as a servant several times and being forced to stand out on this platform. So you're a little bit irritated. You're thinking about what you don't like about this situation and what you don't like about these dudes you've gotten stuck with. So I want you to tell me something that you don't like about Moyle. Yes, um, that the, the, the turds that, you, that Moyle leaves are very upsetting. When I'm doing my Tai Chi, I've accidentally slipped on a turd a few times, and um, yeah, if I see another turd, I'm going to have to slap you. <laughs> All right, Mo Moyle, something you don't like about Eldrin, but you wouldn't normally out and out tell him. Uh, El Eldrin's always talking about his bow. Oh, his bow this. Oh, my string so taut. Oh, <laughs> look at my sweet arrows. Oh, check out the feathers on these. Oh, this is from a rare goose. Oh, who gives a shit? They're just pointy sticks. Eldrin, something you don't like about Fate, but you wouldn't normally tell him. Fate sometimes clips his toenails in the common area and just leaves them there. And I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> totally checks out. That, that is perfect. All right, Fate, you're up. Something you don't like about Baba. Baba, even though I have tried to, um, you know, befriend him, um, I'm starting to avoid him now because I've noticed that he sheds excessively and it gets all over my robes and it's impossible to get out. All right. And then, Baba, something you don't like about Todd. It's harder to think about something you do like about Todd. I feel that, Todd, you abandon your teammates for your own glory far too often. And he needs to work out. He's puny. <laughs> oh! Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> His core strength is just not what it needs to be. As is evidenced by that acrobatics fucking display. Earlier. All right. So, you guys feel that, that flash of. Uh, peek behind the curtain as your minds meld together and you are now linked. Fate? Plant. Since we all have to leave, but we've been, been considered Moyle's servants this entire time, Todd, you want to go on a shopping spree as Moyle's servant to go get him some more stuff while he's dealing with his dad? What? No, I just, I just want to go. <laughs> I'm ready to leave. <laughs> I've, got, I've got all my stuff. I can't carry a boat, all right. potions, shark repellent. <laughs> then that's fine. Uh, that way, at least now, we can tell whenever Moyle's ready to go. So we can just stay within range. And when Moyle says go, we all take off and then we'll pull him to us and leave. Yeah, I think Moyle needs to give the old, yeah, dad, I'm staying. And then we leave and he just bounces with us. <laughs> That's literally what he said. OK, right, right, right. I mean, we could just we could just leave. He doesn't have a choice. Yes, he has no choice. I will hand all my servants my stuff. I'm kidding, guys. Come on. But it is fun. Let's be honest. Who wouldn't want to be the awesome guy for the day? It's like it's like my birthday today, but it's Bahamut's. But, you know, whatever. 
and uh, you hold on to my stuff as if you're my servant. And then we do the rubber band thing. I'll, ta- I'll go talk to my dad for a bit. We, uh, you know, I'll say the signal. Go. Go is the signal. Noted. Uh, well, I mean, it could be uh, <laughs> a card to Enterprise, but... Uh, what is a Picard? I've been watching a lot of Next Generation. You guys have seen Moyle lately sitting on the edge of the bed, just staring into the baggies void and going, there were four lights. There were four lights. <laughs> Dang it, I haven't gotten to that episode yet. And I know it's a Borg reference, but I still haven't gotten to that. That episode is fucking amazing. It is Sorry. not a Borg reference. It is fucking back. amazing. Yeah. That episode's yeah. great. So, I'm in season three, guys. Come on. Moyle is taken to staring into the depths of Baggy and being like, hum, 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 hum. <laughs> <laughs> so, warp, warp speed. Make it so. Make it so. Oh, make it so. Engage. Engage. Yes, number one. Data. That's the plan? Yes. All right, so tell me what you're doing, Moyle. Well, I have to put the matter into the antimatter. You got to put the lime in the coconut. Moyle, you got 10 minutes. I will uh, go uh, talk to him. Dr. Papa. So he is overjoyed that you have have made this decision. And again, he wraps his arms around you. And once you've clearly decided to meet his terms, which let's be perfectly clear, dick move. This guy got drunk, lost his kid in the the sewer, (laughs) acted like he was ecstatic to see him come back. But then as soon as he found out that you might be associated with a group of people that have been giving him a hard time about the consequences of the action that he's used to enrich himself was ready to turn you out again. But now that you appear to have, have agreed to his demands, he doesn't want to let go. Like he, yeah, he gives you the big hug and just walks you in his arm around you. You guys walk through the front double doors real quick. Are, the rest of y'all, are y'all just standing out on the front or what are you, are you going back in and going down the elevator? Can they use the elevator? Do they have the crystal? I was about to say, if we go down the elevator, will it pull him immediately? You guys can take the key and go down to the elevator. Oh, yeah, the crystal, I should say. You guys can take Moyle's crystal. If the plan was for Moyle to leave his crystal with you, the crystal's not like attuned to any one particular person. The the guards gave it back to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we start to make our move back down. I almost hand it to Todd, and then I I think again, like, mm, fate. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You guys load up and are going down the elevator? Yes. Okay. So, Moyle, you get in. You walk through this giant foyer that is a circular domed area with two arching staircases that sweep up to the left and to the right. In front of you is a table that has the broadest array of drugs that you've probably ever seen laid out in different styles of metallic bowls, platinum, silver, gold. Each one appearingly designed to accentuate the alchemical bounty which sits in them. To the left and to the right of you, you can see to the left is a long, stretched out dining hallway that has this huge banquet table with rows of different flasks and bottles of different liquors and alcohol that terminates in a giant sweeping fireplace that you could almost drive the Winamajo into it. It's so big carved into the wall with a giant sweeping portrait painted above it of your father. Off to the right, you can see a a ballroom and in it is a gaggle of what appear to be some kind of contemporary performative dancers, all dragonborn women floating around very scantily clad with these diaphanous scarves spinning around in a hazy 1970s drug movie sequence. Valley of the Dolls. The very Valley of the Dolls, uh, Time Machine, Eloy fucking dance and prance going on over there. And in front of you, it opens up into this larger living area where there's 
a number of couches and settees and chaises laid out where people are sitting back and servants are just bringing platters of just the most sumptuous looking foods that you've ever seen. And your father turns and goes, well, Moyle, I hope you're happy. This is going to be the best night of your life. And you're never going to have to worry about anything ever. And then poof, you are pulled out and you feel the pentahedron kick in. And you guys realize a couple of things. It kicked in after a mile, which means the distance that you guys can be apart has shortened again with the acceleration. You guys got some additional abilities recently and that distance is contracted. So you guys are about halfway down in the elevator when you can hear, oh, Moyle, give me a quick luck roll to see if you materialize inside the capsule or outside the capsule. (laughs) See if you cast Feather Fall now. (laughs) It's just a D20. 14. Good news is 11 or higher was inside, 10 and lower was outside. So you guys see Moyle, poof, to inside the capsule, all crammed up. I mean, you guys could barely fit the three kayaks and the canoe in here. You guys are all jumbled up together and then Moyle suddenly materializing into it, throws everything all balancing. You guys are jammed up. As you drift down to the second level and it goes bing and the doors open up at the second level. Damn it. You guys went too far. Uh, we was hoping to be by the, the what's name before this happened. We didn't know it was going to be that fast. We just left you. Okay, look, we're going to have to do this again. I'm just going to tell my dad it was a magic trick. Don't go this far this time. Okay. No, no, no we're leaving. Sorry. You messed up. We're out. Uh, <laughs> oh, I guess you didn't want all this riches and shit. Do you, Todd? It wasn't for us. Uh, we, we we still have the credit card, don't we? Or the credit stone, the credit crystal, credit crystal. He'll he'll probably cancel it. That without even rolling an insight check, hmm. I will tell you that is a very safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go back up, gentlemen. There is a very limited amount of time that that crystal will be able to be used to operate the elevator. What, what are we going back up there for? Hmm. To talk to my dad. I haven't seen him in. You just saw him in, in five seconds. Oh my God, Todd, <laughs> could you be more of a douche? I could. I could. You got to make him feel like shit after all those years. All right. Everyone, everyone in the, everyone back in the elevator except Todd. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, so the problem with that is he's just going to come back. Yeah, but he might not come back in the elevator. Real, real question, real quick. Is the assumption that when we do his stabilizing agent, he won't be attached to us or like... W- that would be a good question for Ognum. Oh, okay. Okay. We don't know. That's fine. Okay. You don't know. Yeah. What Ognum has told you up to this point is that the collection of the stabilizing agents will prevent you guys from being mashed together in a goo monster. That is 100% of the information that you have at this time. So we're going upstairs for what again? Well, as Moyle sticks his hand into the lights to kind of shape him into a 14... You hear, kind of hear, a dang, 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 and nothing happens. Oh, hope it doesn't work. Let's run. <laughs> Damn, that was that was fast. It was a couple of seconds. You guys argued for quite a bit, and he was pretty <laughs> adamant about what would happen if you didn't do as he was requested. So I got my potions. And plus, I mean, let's be honest. He's there's clearly something off about Moyle's dad, and mm-hmm. like like for Moyle to put all that stuff down and then walk in and then teleport out, <laughs> like which is a total baller adventurer move. Yeah, suck it, Dad. <laughs> I, I say we, we, we drag out. I'm going to go back up the stairs. The stairs? There are no stairs. Yeah. <laughs> There's no stairs? There's no stairs. There's just a couple of elevators? There's a 
There's no fire code in the Copper Dragonborn hold. <laughs> Do you think a city of Moyles really give that much of a shit? Oh, that's, that seems appropriate. <laughs> Well, I just wouldn't expect them to be so advanced that they have elevators also. It's not like a full-blown elevator. It's it's attached to that central column by some kind of magic that, that conducts along the copper ore that's in the central pillar that floats. So it's like a, almost like a magic magnet lift system. We can't go up. We can only go out. So Right. Yeah, because we've got no way to go up. We can't go up. We can only go out. But you guys can't go to 14. That's what you know for sure. Uh, can we go to... 13? We can't go to 13 and walk up because there's no stairs. <laughs> there's no stairs. Can we go to, th- can we go to 13? Ting, ting, ting. 12? Ting, ting, ting. 11? <laughs> ting, ting, ting. 10? Ting, ting, ting. I'm going to say go with one. Nine? We're on two. Ting, ting, ting. <laughs> Nine? Ting, ting, ting. Oh, f- try 15. We should have just gone to 15. Ting, ting, ting. Let's go to one. Ting, ting, ting. Oh, shit. I guess we're getting off here. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yes, like, Wait, what happened? Did it dink? Nothing's working. Tang, tang, tang. <laughs> it's about a, we said about three stories, so about a 30 foot drop from the walkway to the ground below. Feather fall. Mm-hmm. I'm a feather fall myself. Oh, fuck you, Todd. Whoa. <laughs> feather fall works on five people, remember? <laughs> I do remember that. That's fine. Oh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Everyone, I guess. Okay, Go well, ahead. Baba can jump because he has cat like reflexes. Go ahead. It doesn't make a difference. Cool. The minute you walk away, I'm going to bounce to you. So, yes, you feather fall on as many people as you need. He's going to come back to us. Yeah. No, no. If he feather falls, everyone yeah, but me. Why do we have to have Todd in our group? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> oh, okay. So it doesn't make a difference. Go ahead, do what you gotta do. I yell out, Papa! <laughs> but does he what, answer? What, what no. we Papa, do you hear me? <laughs> Is that a this thing? It should be. God damn, it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Papa was a rolling stone. <laughs> exactly. What floor are we on? Two. Two. 30 foot drop to get down. 30 foot drop. It's 30 foot down. It's going to be 20 feet. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Nope. So, Moyle, are you casting Feather Fall on us? Can I just climb down? You can. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. You guys see Bobble walk over to the side, pop out his claws, and just scramble down quite easily. Uh. <laughs> oh, I know what. I push Todd over the edge. <laughs> And I feather fall with the rest of them. What? You can't just... Gee, there's got to be some checks there, buddy. <laughs> if you want to do a grapple uh, check and it. see if you can grapple Todd and then throw him over the edge. I don't have, gra- I don't have grapple. Oh, everyone has grapple. We can do a contested athletics check. Well, th- Okay. Let's do it. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Can I rage? All right. Moyle tries to square up on you, Todd. Are you, are you for, your forearm locking him up? Yep. Athletic check. 10. 24. Oh, come on. <laughs> Can you beat a 24, sir? Do I get advantage for being bigger than Todd? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can I call on the other copper board, <laughs> copper dragons? Uh, well, you can after this, but first, so Todd, uh, with your 24 to Moyle's 10, you are allowed one pro wrestling move on Moyle right now. Which one are you doing? Oh, pro wrestling move? Stun him. You, you guys squared up pro wrestling style. Stone Cold Stunner. Oh, he's de- he's he is definitely getting the Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> no. <laughs> as, he runs, as he runs at me, I kick him in the midsection and I go to jump and stun him. Okay. Moyle, give me a constitution saving throw. Moyle rolls a 17. All right, Moyle, you don't black out. You take a couple of points of damage <laughs> that are completely pointless for the, for the sake of this conversation. 
<laughs> so Todd st- stunners you. It doesn't knock you out. And yes, now if you want to yell for the guards, you certainly can. Do you smell? Do you smell what the Todd is cooking? <laughs> You hear, you hear Echo go, God damn it, that was my line. Can you (laughs) what the Todd is cooking? (laughs) Yeah, Echo, well, you're going to smell what I'm shitting on the bus. We already already do that. That isn't so much a uh, threat as it is an accurate description of the last three days of our life. (laughs) Well, um, gentlemen, as uh, as uh, entertaining as how this all has been, um, I'm going to join Baba down there. So long. And then I may see step my way down. You guys, uh, fate disappears in a puff of lilac-scented smoke. Wow. Wow. Lilac <laughs> 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 is a color, not a uh, scent. <laughs> what about a ja- oh, sorry, lilac-colored jasmine-scented. There why, we go. Why would you... <laughs> Why would you? Why? Why must everything? Well, I say no sulfur, no nothing. Like, like, like Jasmine. That's where we're going. With. So, right. can, can I jump thirty feet and land very action hero pose ish? You mm. can take. So, <laughs> no, no, but, uh, no acrobatics. No, if you can jump and do a successful acrobatics check, you'll take half damage from the fall. I'll give you that. Oh, then, then I don't even want to do that. Then never mind. <laughs> need to take half damage. Who else needs to go? Don't y'all have 50 feet rope? Eldrin and I will... Uh, Eldrin also misses steps down. He's just sick of this. Oh. Eldrin disappears in the puff. You know, like that smell of a campfire <laughs> right oh, after no. you've smoked like a big cigar <laughs> and you've had like a... It's like a bourbon tobacco Ooh, campfire good. with just a hint of s'mores puff of smoke. Well, there you go. Now you guys go while I keep uh, wrestling moving um, <laughs> more up top here because we'll be we'll be bouncing back in shortly. <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna do best out of three contested athletics check. Great, are they still wrestling? Yeah, they're still wrestling. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't a good one. It was not. Come on. Oh, 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 oh. twenty-two. <laughs> oh, Moyo. Hold on. Hold on. Goldberg is coming in. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Am I getting speared or jackhammer? Oh, you are getting full on jackhammer now. <laughs> All right. Ty, give, give me another one. Let's go. Is this the final one? No, they got two, one more set to go. Come on. Come on, more. I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know. What did I get? 13. Oh, no. Todd is, is tapping his foot on the ground right now. Mm. He's tapping his foot on the ground. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Sweet chin music. Sweet chin music. Pow. Tuning up the band. <laughs> one more. One more. One more after this one. A crowd has started to form, including some guards, and they are just cheering. They're like, yeah, finish him. Woo. Over the top! Woo! You guys down below, are you heading out or what are you doing? Are you just watching? <laughs> kind of watching. Now, now we're watching. I'm looking at Baba trying to walk away. I'm, I'm ready to go. Here we go. The last athletic check. Damn it! An eight. Oh no! Oh, 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 no. Net twenty. Uh, full on Undertaker now. Oh, no, no, no. I was gonna Undertaker. The Rikishi. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Well, I'm kicking Moyle off the side, and I'm going full Macho Man Randy Savage, following oh. him off the side, thirty foot drop, oh. landing on his chest. <laughs> so full thirty foot drop. I'll take the half damage. I'll take the damage. What you guys? 
And Todd, and Todd goes, and the cream rises. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you hear Echo go, snap into a tiefling. <laughs> right as Todd hucks Moyle over the edge, then top fucking archway balcony fucking comes splashing down on top of him. Both of y'all take 3d6 falling damage. Go ahead and just roll it for shits and giggles. You would have thought that the crowd that have gathered would have caught you and crowd surfed out of the way, but no matter how drunk they are, they aren't stupid and they all kind of shuffle out of the way and you guys plow down into the ground. But as soon as the crowd realizes you guys aren't dead, they start cheering and shaking up various beer bottles and spraying you guys down and chanting like, Bahumon! Bahumon! You guys get several rounds of drinks bought for you and the next morning you wake up blearly in the Winamajo, all kind of slightly disoriented. You guys see a turtle making its way quietly, trying to tiptoe out of the back of the bay where you know Moyle passed out. Oh no. They notice the shell has propeller marks on it. <laughs> it's the same turtle. And that's where we'll end this session. I am not going to lie. And all the way the guys have derailed an episode, this has been my favorite way that they just completely went off the wall or off the top rope. Either way, it's the end of the show, which means it's time to thank our extremely generous patrons who head on over to Patreon to invest in the show, not only to help us to provide bigger and better content, but to get some rewards in return. Don't use good yarn on bad conspiracies. Our resident Tatamaniac. Brian Dreken, Korobe Nikki, Lady Kiva Lagos is my spirit guide, and Zork Fox, Moyle will wingman you with that tortle sister any day of the week. Jogun, Saga Nadal, Thomas, Eldrin would totally give you the choice seat in the front of the kayak, and not just because he thinks he's a better paddler than you, although he does technically think he's a better paddler than you. Bill, you would absolutely be the first person that Fade invites over to his magically summoned tower, you know, once he actually went to a store and got the spell, instead of trying to berate it out of a local code enforcement clerk. And Matt and resident alpha patron Lee, there is nobody else that Baba would rather have on his tag team. And hey, what do these people get for supporting the Party of Five? Access to all kinds of bonus content. I mentioned the Level Up episode at the beginning of the podcast. We are doing video content called Challenge of the Challenge Ratings, where the Party of Five goes through escalating combat with more difficult monsters from a randomly generated table to see who can last the longest and be declared the toughest member of the Party of Five. You already see how much they love having to call Baba the Champ. You can only imagine how much better that's going to be once they have to start referring to the winner as the toughest member of the party and using their name as a euphemism for powering through something. Like, man, I totally eldrin through that last set of push-ups, both in the podcast, on the streams, and in real life. That's what's at stake. They get The Hunter's Party, which is a bonus podcast where we watch Supernatural, talk about what works, talk about what hasn't stood the test of time, and then homebrew up a creature or item or scenario for use in your campaign. Some very slowly releasing DM notes where I provide you with the maps and encounter scenarios, additional lore content, cutting room floor audio, 
the Todd I can't log into Roll20 Supercut. When it finally gets produced, stickers, t-shirts, mugs, tote bags, all for a monthly contribution to help us provide bigger and better content. 100% of the money invested in the show goes right back into the show. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast to check out the levels and to see how you can support the Party of Five. But hey, as I mentioned at the top of the show, things are still rough in some places. And we understand if you might not be able to support financially right now. We get it. You can still help the show. Tell somebody about it. We've got a lot of new listeners that have come on board recently. Pass the word along. One in five people pick their next podcast based off of a recommendation of a friend, family member, or coworker. One in five. Taking that away would be like losing one of the party. It'd be like losing Todd. And if we lost Todd, who would choke slam Moyle off a Mardi Gras balcony? So get out there and spread the word. We absolutely appreciate your efforts. And as always, hope you enjoyed the show. 